Cruella Summer is here. I guess they were always scared that I'd be a psycho. <laughs> and it's time to find a plan B. I was peeing and a condom fell out. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, May 28th through Sunday, May 30th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Holy revelation, Batman! Zack Snyder says if Ben Affleck had passed on playing the Cape Crusader, Snyder had another actor in mind. In an interview with MTV's Josh Horowitz, the director reveals he was considering Belgian actor Matthias Chenard, whose many credits include Rust and Bone and The Drop. Man can't stand. He can't fight. Man can't breathe. He can't fight. Man can't see. He can't fight. Extreme situations require extreme measures. Sound familiar? That's Karate Kid's Terry Silver, who Netflix announced will be appearing in Season 4 of Cobra Kai. Thomas Ian Griffith will reprise his role as the wealthy sleazeball, who fans have been speculating would return given how Season 3 of the show ended. Which you're just going to have to watch, because no spoilers here. And NBC is clearing some debris from its schedule. The network has canceled that drama starring Jonathan Tucker and Ryan Steele after one season. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. Now let's dive into our top five picks for the weekend, starting with the return of Lucifer for season 5B. The premiere picks up where the mid-season finale left off with the arrival of the Eternal God, and from there dives into its effects on Lucifer. He hasn't seen his aloof father since being cast out of heaven, and things are nothing short of tense at a celestial family dinner. Here's a preview of that awkward meal, starting with a tense grace. I'd like to thank God for... (laughs) I'm used to you being up there. Thank you, God, for this food and the company and oceans and napkins and shoes and life. Yeah, that, that, that about covers it, Doctor. Well, at least she didn't forget the napkins. By the way, reunions aren't all that's to come in the last eight episodes. There's also a highly anticipated musical episode and a bold finale. Lucifer is available to stream on Netflix now. Number four today is Hulu's Plan B. Directed by dead-to-me actress Natalie Morales, the teen flick stars Kuhu Verma and Victoria Morales as Sonny and Lupe, two best friends living in conservative South Dakota who find themselves on an epic quest to obtain the Plan B pill the day after straight-laced Sonny has a sexual misstep. We discussed the movie a bit more in-depth on this weekend's episode of our What to Watch video series. Here's EW's Mary Solosi on what the teen romp gets right in terms of representation in front of 
and behind the camera. It comes from a space of cultural specificity with the creative team behind it. And talking about those Teen Quest movies, we really think of them being about like a bunch of white guys trying to lose their virginity, right? That's what those are always about. And this is not what that is. And um, I think that really makes it an exciting addition to that canon. So excited to see what this teen adventure has in store. Plan B comes to Hulu on Friday. Our number three pick this weekend is for season three of Netflix's The Kaminsky Method. With only six episodes in this last installment, there are a lot of ends to tie up. Last season ended with Sandy Kaminsky losing his best friend Norman Newlander, and now, while still dealing with that loss, he has to figure out how to contend with the addition of his ex-wife Mindy, played by Kathleen Turner. Cue the feisty back and forths between the exes. Here's what Michael Douglas told us about that big reunion with Turner, his Romancing the Stone co-star. She did such a great job. I think Chuck Lorre developed a wonderful part for her. As far as she and I, 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 it's hard for me to imagine it's 31 years since the War of the Roses, last time that we worked together. But when Chuck said last year, when we were talking about where the show was going, and he said he was going to cast a woman to play my ex-wife and all that, and, and I... The light went off in my head, so it's got to be Kathleen. Well, you can see all those sparks fly in the final episodes streaming on Netflix now. I don't think I have to tell all of you listening how much great TV there is out there across all the streaming platforms. But even actors struggle with what to pick. Parvesh China had a lot to say when we asked him, what you watching? Okay, folks, you've asked me the wrong question. What shows am I watching now? What shows would I recommend? How much time do you have? All right, right now our current, and I'm just just off the top of my head, um, my current, I think on our Apple TV Plus, you know, what's up next kind of thing. Netflix doesn't show up on there unless when you go to Netflix in the top bar of your Apple TV. Anyway, um, Netflix Ozark, the newest season, we were behind. The Feed. Sure, why not? It's weird and, you know, it's going to be a, an eventual progression of this world of social media and connection in your head. Um, Shrill, season three. Oh, God, it's gorgeous. Love it. Love Luca Jones. Ran into him at the Kiss concert. My last concert in March 2020. Um, and A.D. Bryant's a dream and the writing and the cast. It's, I love it. And John Cameron Mitchell. Hello, Hedwig. Um, but Shrill has been a joy. I wish there was another season or two. Julia Sweeney! Well, Parvish certainly isn't short on the recommendations. If Shrill is screaming at you to watch it, you can binge all three seasons on Hulu now. Promise it's not as intrusive as it sounds. Stay tuned. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuitsandjam.
Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Season one of the TBS comedy Chad wrapped up this week, and I, for one, was very excited to see it has been renewed. But this first season did not end without delivering a classic one-liner or two. In the finale, everyone thinks Chad has been the victim of a hate crime. So his classmates, who are none the wiser that Chad is actually responsible for what happened, they're all trying to learn more about what it's like to be him, a Persian American. And it results in our soundbite of the week. You know, anytime somebody talks about white privilege, I'd usually make fun of them, but then I realized that I'm a part of the problem. And the messed up part is just that I'm freaking Italian. You know, so if this was like the Titanic days, people wouldn't even consider me white. Wow. I think I speak for everyone in this room when I say I'm so damn happy you were not on the Titanic. Oh, you know what? Try that one out next time you have a friend in need of comfort. And let's be honest, Chad isn't usually one for sentimental moments, but you can check out that and his many awkward comments on season one of Chad, which you can watch on TBS.com. Number two. Now back to this weekend's picks. Number two is the series finale of Mayor of Easttown. The HBO series stars Kate Winslet as Detective Mayor Sheehan, who's investigating the murder of a teenage girl in a small town near Philadelphia. Tension was high in the dying minutes of the penultimate episode, with Mayor closing in on the suspect. Let's take a listen to the trailer for the series finale. Send available cars to the area. Place down by the lake, down by the lake, down by the Maybe you could be my mom for a second and give me some advice. Just have a subject flee from me. She obstructed a murder investigation. Do you think maybe you're ready now to finally face what you're avoiding? We'll find out if poor Mare's able to confront all of her demons once she's done hunting down a murderer when the finale of Mare of Easttown airs Sunday at 10 on HBO. It's trivia time. Kate Winslet won her first Academy Award for Best Actress for her performance in 2008's The Reader. But how many times has she been nominated for an Oscar in total? Five, seven, or eight? Stick around for the answer. And now we are devilishly excited to reveal our number one pick, Cruella. The latest live-action reimagining of a Disney classic tells the origin story of the Dalmatian thief herself, Cruella de Vil. Directed by Craig Gillespie, Cruella stars Emma Stone as Estella, a young, aspiring fashion designer in 1970s London. When she lands a job at a famed atelier, she finds herself up against her would-be mentor, played by Emma Thompson, as the two battle it out for sartorial supremacy, and along the way, Estella becomes Cruella. Here's star Emma Stone on what resonated with her most about the complex dynamic between her character and Thompson's. The amount of complexity that unfolds in this relationship between these two is extreme in a way that I've never obviously personally experienced. One of the things I loved the most about the relationship between these two women is that there is no love story. There's no men involved. It is completely about two women wanting to create 
and two women that have a lot of genius in them and are not afraid to go toe to toe and to do whatever it takes to kind of come out on top. I don't know that trying to drag someone else down to get to that place is something that I would personally love in real life, but my God, was it fun to play. It certainly looks fun, and that's without 101 puppies in play. You can stream Cruella on Disney Plus now. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Kate Winslet won her first Academy Award for Best Actress for her performance in 2008's The Reader. But how many times has she been nominated for an Oscar in total? Five, seven, or eight? It's a lucky number for a lot of people out there. The answer is seven. Her first was in 1996 for Sense and Sensibility. Her most recent was in 2016 for Steve Jobs. That's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Ruth Kinane, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.